0: Hello and welcome to another edition of The Legal Geeks. Here with me, as always, is my partner in geekdom, Josh Gilliland. Hey, Josh, how are you?
1: Wonderful, Jessica. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm very good.
0: And as you can see, a little more obvious from my shirt than from Josh's shirt. If you would understand where Josh's shirt is coming from, you are a hardcore geek. <laughs> But yes, we are here to discuss Star Trek and an episode or a, not an episode well one of the Star Trek series that doesn't get as much attention as the other series specifically it is of course Star Trek Deep Space 9
1: Celebrating its 20th Whoa!
0: Oh my gosh. I was going to say, that makes you feel old, but you know what? That actually makes sense, because I'm not going to tell you how old I am now. But looking back, I would never really watched Deep Space Nine much. And that's because it was a time in my life when I was going out a lot and not watching a lot of TV. So, uh, but I have seen a few episodes, and I always meant to watch more.
1: It was on, I mean, it started when I was in high school. And so and it intersected with high school, college, and you know, a little bit of law school. And so so watching the different seasons actually reminds me of those periods, whether I was I was at Davis or McGeorge or going to community college depending on the time frame. So it's uh it's an interesting little time capsule for, for me to watch.
0: Fun. Well tell me now, your shirt, what is this no win scenario
1: that you reference in your t shirt there? Well, the no win scenario in D S nine would be Having a Ferengi (laughs) prenuptial agreement, which, when you think about it, probably just won't end well. Well, why do you say that? What
0: is in a Ferengi uh, prenuptial agreement?
1: Well, they were called the waiver of property and profit. So it wasn't just the normal prenuptial agreement that says, in the event of death or divorce, the woman, specifically the woman, would not have a property interest in the husband's estate or the husband's earnings or anything like okay. that, which is hardcore. but we have that right now. But it also prohibited women from owning anything on top of that. So it truly would divest them of civil rights and reduce them to second-class citizens.
0: So I'm taking it the women, again, I vaguely recall what the frankie were. I'm taking it that their women were not treated well?
1: You could say that. You see, they had a very odd belief. You know, 53% of their population was female. And they were not allowed to wear clothes, leave the house, get a job, and they weren 't allowed to read either, so they were pretty much used for oh my god, and when you think about being when you think about you know that in Star Trek, you know normally everything was like best case scenario as as we looked ahead from like the 1960 s version, and then to have in the 1990 s the version where you had a race that was completely antithetical to everything we believe in, you know, today with like, wow, you really have no idea of equal protection under the law, none whatsoever. And so on, the, on one level, it's an interesting allegory to look at, well, like, that would be very You know, it's kind of interesting, too. I wonder if Star Trek was inspired That's... at all
0: by um, Dune. There was a race, uh, the, and I'm going to butcher the name, the Bene Tleksu or something, where, again, that was the same sort of thing where the women actually literally were, it turns out, just breeding stock. Um, and I wonder, I don't know, and they even kind of, you could argue that there may have been some similarities in how they were kind of viewed and seen. So I wonder if Star Trek was inspired by Dune at all. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: Uh, but we'd have to ask Ronald Moore on, on fruit I may have to just check that out. So, and, and all the other producers and like Well, so explain to me. But they they were very interesting. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean
0: to cut you off. But explain to me the prenuptial agreement. Like, what is a valid or invalid prenuptial agreement? In case I want to marry Tom Cruise,
1: what do I need okay. to know? Well, well, that one would just be a flat-out <laughs> performance contract. So, you know. <laughs> that would be, be very that would probably be a very Marvin relationship. So, But what we would have here, that's a joke. Don't take it seriously. That's a joke. Uh, but what we have here is something very, very different when you look at prenuptial agreements. You know, in the Western states and the Southern states, because of um, you know being part of Mexico and, and you know, the canons of belief that they had there, the Western United States has community property. And the other states have, have a slightly different system, but community property has grown over the you know, 200 years. Marriage is essentially a contract. It creates ownership rights after marriage for who gets what and joint ownership and you know uh, uh, the community, the profits that are made from the community are, are split between husband and wife, generally speaking. But that can be modified prior to marriage with a contract. In California, you know, they have to be in writing. They can, so no pillow talk, (laughs) prenuptial agreements, that's stuff that we've, and and that's what they've referred to it as. So you can't, you know, there's no pillow talk. You have to write it down. It should be, you should be represented by counsel when you do it. There has to be a full and fair and accurate disclosure of all the assets. And both parties generally are able to make money, sustain a living, or you have somebody with like extreme wealth coming in and you want to balance things out so in the event of a divorce you don't have somebody mm-hmm. take half and, but you also have to draw the draw the line that you know the community begins at a certain point in time and you know the the spouse that had more money say in one situation say it was the wife you know, the John Kerry scenario that you know the you know if they divorce you know the husband doesn't like take fifty percent. Mm-hmm. You know they'd be entitled to half of what the community earned after the marriage. That's the very high level. You have to be represented by counsel. It has to take time. And if you have, you know, a you know a divorce, and unfortunately there's there's a lot of divorce in this country, it, when courts start looking at prenuptial agreements and whether or not they're valid different states use different terms but they're all basically very you know similar and if it's going to divest a spouse of everything or provide next to nothing for them for support you know they're going to be reviewing it for fairness or providing very close scrutiny to it so again depends what state you look at but they, they have different phrases for saying we're going to take a, a full and fair you know you know, disclosure of this and, and we want to take a be very very accurate and what we look at to see if there was anything that makes this in huh
0: so applying that to the deep Space 9 situation uh, it sounds like the Ferengi would not withhold the V or the Ferengi agreement would not be able to uh, withstand that scrutiny oh,
1: well let's think about this you know on reducing a woman to property that can't own anything that we have some serious public pol- policy issues with that and you know that in and of itself yes would kill it you know but when you looked at the ds9 Episode, you had a Frangi marrying a Bajoran who was used to having rights, and she wasn't going to give up her rights. And, and the tragedy here, you know, in a culture that can travel faster than the speed of light, that has advanced weaponry and advanced science, apparently there weren't a lot of lawyers running around. And if both sides had been represented, you think it's like, you know, on in, in DAS Nine they have a tailor, they got a bar, <laughs> where the law firm. They needed some lawyers running around to take care of this stuff. You know, there's sales. I mean like we're Josh, I think we need to do our own show someday about lawyers in the future. You never
0: get to see lawyers in the future. We're doing a show.
1: Rex Vegas, star (laughs) attorney. So yeah, we can totally have some fun with that. But but the issue for them is if they had actually both been represented by counsel because, you know, the Frankie character had been divorced and wanted to protect what assets he had. And that's a normal thing for somebody to do. You know the prospective wife didn't want to give up her rights to own property and you know, wanted marriage to be you know Whoa. sharing. So if they had drawn the line of, of one, the wife doesn't get destroyed as a you know, you know, her civil rights aren't run over completely, And you can say everything post marriage is part of the community everything that, you know, all the latinum that, you know, Rom had prior to marriage he got to keep in the event of death or divorce or, or whatever happened. You could have come up with a very normal prenuptial agreement that would have been right. normal. And they they didn't do that. Legally speak well, boy gets girl and, you know, there's the happy ending at the end. It's because the male gave up all the money that he had to help war orphans, which is a bad thing, but it's like you didn't need to give up everything. You could have had a nice, normal <laughs> prenuptial agreement, and everything would have been hunky That's <laughs> oh, It's better, better for that. the show because there were no lawyers. Know, in no faith. lawyers in space. It was better for the show, but again, again, it's, you watch this. You think they would have been a JAG officer? <laughs> you know, where are the lawyers? You can't handle the truth. i want to make another uh,
0: Tom Cruise reference. <laughs> exactly.
1: Very, very odd. So, but anyway, that that was so part of it would absolutely not be effective at all. You can't divest somebody of their civil rights, but protecting assets done with counsel, you know, full and fair accounting, so they could review everything. And an understanding of what they were waiving, you know, and it's in writing, and they have a reasonable amount of time to do it, so it's not like you have one hour to review everything or else the marriage is off like that's right. not okay so but they could have had a they could have had a normal okay huh. prenuptial agreement Wow well, look at that. But that, that wouldn't sci-fi. be sci-fi.
0: Again, especially, apparently lawyers are real buzzkill killing sci-fi. We've got to work on that. you never seen any lawyers in anything sci-fi.
1: You know, I'm really hoping S.H.I.E.L.D. has a lawyer in the office because they would need, I mean, who's going to, hey, do we need a warrant for this? No, kick down the door. I mean, there has to be so. There has to be a place for lawyers and sci-fi and... Anime. Basically,
0: there has to be a place for us in the future is what we're saying here. It's an appeal, please. Show us to lawyers that we don't die out as a as a whole species or something in the next decade.
1: <laughs> well, more about the status of law schools and the number <laughs> of jobs for attorneys at, at another That's right. time. But time. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, thank you. This has been fun. It's always fun to talk about Star Trek, okay, yes. even when we're not talking about Spock. Ooh, can I do that hand? I can. There we go. All right. I right, Well, it's been fun, Josh. We will talk Stay again soon.